Hello? Hello? Mic check? Mic check? Hold on. I'm getting it all clear from the studio. Are Are your volume volume levels levels all set, listener? It's KO here today. I was able to make it two weeks ago, but then... Yeah. Yeah, I did Kumasi, but I don't know why you people figure say... You know something? Like, what are you going to do? What are you actually going to do in Kumasi? I went, to, go, I went to visit my friend. Yeah, he friend. Was, he was graduating. Yeah, friend. It was a he. Oh, it was a he, huh? It was a he. Okay, It was a cool. he. Yeah. No, yeah. Bye, Donald. What's good, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good, yeah. bro. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, today, we have two special guests. We have Akosia in the studio here with us. Hi. Hi. And uh, David. David has been here with us before, I believe. No, no he hasn't. Is oh, this, this the first time? time? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what's funny? Yeah. They actually sound so calm, but then the listeners will not know how heated it was like before. We really have to do, you know, after the whistle, after, yeah, after, after, after the whistle. Yeah, yeah, after the whistle. Anyway, how are you guys doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, that's great. It's it's, it's a massive pleasure to have you on here today. Thank you. Football is back. Yeah, football is back yesterday. Uh, EPL and Liverpool started with such a statement of intent, you know, moving forward. Four goals to Norwich. I mean, Liverpool-Norwich is always a goal fest, but then you (laughs) you would have at least, at least, at least think that with new boys coming up, uh, a different system. The championship lead, the championship winners. Anyway, you know they'll yeah. put up more of a fight. But I was actually impressed with their play. You yeah, the they had like some good moments, but I knew it was going to be over in like you know. In a short I mean, the first half there, that one day. But then Liverpool lost Allison. Uh, I think in the second. Yeah, no, 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 injury, no, yeah. no yeah. yeah, some somewhere somewhere in the first half. It's a calf. Probably won't be out for too long, but then if anything, I feel like to be able to manage it properly. Yeah, they should be. Because Van Dijk and uh, Gomez looks really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Adrian is a good. I think Adrian is a good number two. I think they were fortunate. Jeez. I use the word yeah. where we were fortunate to get Adrian mm-hmm. and Milone out. Out, right? Because Adrian is a very experienced keeper yeah. and he's very good in the EPL. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know something? He he was going through a rough time at yeah, West Ham. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was yeah. he was going through a rough. But you see, sometimes you know players also. Uh, it also depends on the coach. If the coach doesn't have faith in you and the coach feels like you are not going to be his number one. No, like he was brought to West Ham to be the number one. Yes, that's some, And then when he was given the opportunity, he was messing up so bad that he had to go on. Well, that one, so he was given the chance. It wasn't so much so him messing yeah, up. Yeah, him though. messing up. Because that was the season. Oh, he was, no, trust no, me. No, but that was the season. Go back and check. It wasn't so much so. He was having a rough time. It wasn't so much so And the fans were like, nah, we're not sure about this Yeah, because when you have a porous defense and then that's the last line, that's the last man, no. You know, you are more likely to take on that pressure. And unfortunately, and you're not comfortable. came in and killed it. That's yeah. NPC, yeah. And it, you know, West Ham is a very unstable football yeah, club. Also, because yeah, the fans are so demanding. Yeah, and yeah, Fabianski yeah. had, had um, premiership experience yeah. at Swansea. So for, I think Fabianski for, had experience in the EPL. And this yeah, was the fa- first fa- time. Fa- yeah, Fabianski coming from a team that was relegated, at least knew that he was facing shots. And was better mentally composed to be able to be that last line of defense. Yes, some balls will go to, but you see, he was given high save percentage mm-hmm. as compared to other keepers. I mean, if you are talking about top performing goalkeepers for a team that was relegated, Fabianski's name was up there, and that's what earned him the move. Yeah, exactly. where was he now? I don't know. Who? Cool. Fabianski. Still at West Ham. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Cool. But I, I mean, Adrian was good to a point. Yeah, he was so, good to a point. I mean, I think, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, for the next couple of weeks, if anything, we have Van yeah, Dijk and Gomez. Yeah, we have Van Dijk and Gomez. Yeah. Protecting yeah. him there. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be okay. 
Yeah. But yeah, uh, moving on to today's games, I mean, uh, you have Spurs and Spurs Villa. Are playing today, Everton are playing today. Yeah, yeah, but City should be playing like the next few minutes. And uh, us looking at the lineup now also seems like it could be a good game. Or well, City Christian, could... what are you looking forward to, you know, in Premier League? Uh, I think this season will be exciting, but it's always going to be the issue of Manchester City versus the rest and who will try and bring up. But then um, Liverpool, I like the way, as you guys talked, they started the season because um, Klopp was making so much noise, making moaning and complaining, and the transfer season was a yeah, bit do you dull think for them not as well. like signing anyone? Do you think it would be a problem? I mean, some people are saying that they don't really need to sign anybody and stuff you see, like that. See, there's a, there's a thin line between consistency and getting more players to your squad. Sometimes it blends. Plus, you're looking at Champions League, you're looking at other competitions. At the, the point in time, there's going yeah. to be a war. And yeah. that is the problem. And I'm sure that's why Klopp was complaining at a point in time. Squad that death. will be the problem maybe in um, January at a point yeah, in time in February. Yeah. But then if they are able to gel very well and um, then... I mean, they spoke about the fact that there are people like Oxley Chamberlain coming mm-hmm. in and Gomez, Gomez also Gomez coming. Gomez so they are like new players say. or something. something. Yeah, you you, so, if yeah. anything, you can argue and say that for their first team, they are set. set. As for squad depth... I mean, I mean, that one to, to a certain extent, but then you just have to hope that you won't have, have too many injuries. injuries. And then, you know, they'll be able to have a very, very, very good season. For instance, Alison just getting yeah, injured, yeah, someone yeah. who that kept 21 clean sheets for them, is going to be, if it won't drag, but then if it should if you should be care, then you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So, so, well, I I think that Liverpool's um, decision in the transfer market wasn't that great. It wasn't if that you great, look at huh? it in the future terms, when other people were really buying, then yeah. But then again, you could also look at it this way: maybe they do have a squad that can take them up till January, and they have yeah, an opportunity to strengthen, strengthen them. Even though January is generally it's a very not, tricky, it's a tricky one. To buy anyway. yeah, 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 it's a very just, tricky one. Too. Yeah. You know, uh, panic stations. Yeah, yeah but uh, let's 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 take it on the broader perspective. I mean, English the English window is closed, and Europe I think is still I open. Think that thing is ridiculous. Well, as in, as them closing, closing before. their transfer window before the rest. You know, it's, it's really going to. Yeah, um, I mean, Poch, Poch made a point. Clubs. Yeah, Poch made yeah. a point, but then, you know, here's the case where this is the most profitable league in the world as of mm-hmm. right now. So they have to protect their interests, if anything. The the teams which. Uh, are to be able to play because you know they used to poach from smaller clubs and all that so they would have preferred that um, everyone's team is set before the, I mean they have but, but you know the funny thing Europe can the rest of Europe can they, still the rest of Europe can come in yeah but then, a key ha- example for Zaha right now he's just grunted he put in a transfer request wanted to leave Crystal mm-hmm. Palace he didn't move it didn't happen he can still leave to a club in Europe so Crystal Palace, at the end of the day, haven't really solved, solved that problem. Issues. It's the same thing. Well, definitely not. It's the only thing is that like English clubs are, are just out of that equation. Yeah, if anything, I think um, the whole intention of having a window yeah. closed earlier was ne- mainly necessitated by um, Asin Wenger, because Asin kept moaning about how his players were being approached when the season had started, and which destabilized his team. Um, but now Asenwenga is not in the league because he voted for an early transfer window to be closed. But mm-hmm. now Asenwenga is not in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah. other managers 
other managers are also. It wasn't just Wenger. That's what I'm It wasn't just Wenger, yeah. but Wenger was the key proponent. Yeah, okay, he, okay. Led okay. That he led argument. that argument. Okay. So I think they voted 15 to 5. United oh. and Spurs being the two top teams. That I think in City. I'm not too sure, but I know United and Spurs voted no not to have an early window. Yeah. And clearly, Poch and uh, Socia have been justified yeah. by saying that because apparently, AS Roma put in a bid for Alexis Sanchez. And this is just buttressing the point that Europe was going to destabilize yes, his Europe's team. Still, and Poch's argument is, is more prudent because you see that we are playing champions, they are playing Europa. Why, you, why do you want to strengthen other clubs yeah. instead of looking at English, the whole um, yeah, um, English exactly. clubs, their exactly. interest. Exactly. So you think that the other clubs can still Yes, pay, um, I feel like so I feel like if England place. were going to like go hard on that decision, they should have rubbed in the rest of Europe yes. and make it a unanimous yeah. decision. Yeah, yes, so that unanimous, instead yes. of just restricting it to just them, you understand? If they had done that, it would have made more sense. And until Europe agrees to join them, they should have just kept it because everybody usual. knows that when the transfer window is shut, free agents can still make a move. Exactly, they yeah. don't have their limitless. They don't have any. They can have a short transfer mm-hmm. or um, short contracts so well but let's see this is the second time they are doing that so yeah, let's see so how we'll see yeah, I, think, I think it took Kai for it but with Europe still open how, how are the other teams looking to uh, Bayern still haven't Bayern, found Bayern have like a few issues like they yeah, still they haven't, haven't, haven't solved their winger issue Robin and Ribery so yeah. That's the, the, like even amongst their fan base, they are still concerned. They have I, a lot of midfielders. I think midfield I think Bayern's main problem is also um, the same problem my United is facing. But they're on a better. You know, I'm saying that there's no better structure. No, the same problem my United is facing, but the same problem Chelsea would have faced because they they have young managers who are ex players yes. of the team. Yeah. So there's so much pressure on them to perform. Who Chelsea? Chelsea okay, yeah. with um, Lampard yeah. but Lampard is being bagged also because they have a, a transfer, transfer ban. ban so the whole system structure at Chelsea understands and is solidly behind Lampard it's not the same with Ole and the same with um, Kovac because they have been ex-players there's so much expectation on them because they are young to bring in superstars I would probably think if um, Kovac had his own way he would have played somebody from the academy because he did so well at Frank- but that's, I feel like that's a little bit contradictory it's because if you are bringing in an ex- inexperienced um, um, manager, manager it's, diff- it's actually it should be difficult theoretically it should be difficult to attract Fact. big name players yes but some, so yes, you, should, you should actually understand yes, but if yeah but you know, that's something about the, the amount that, of money involved right yes now, but exactly the amount of money involved in football and Bayern feels that they are such a household brand it should be very easy, easy for them okay well yes. it should be easy for them because but then I those mean, they have ex-players at the top who even said because they even have a deal of, um, mm-hmm. director of football yeah, yeah, yeah. But then so they feel like it can easily, you know, bring in somebody for them. And yeah. those stars which are coming in are now come to play under inexperienced managers. managers. And there's always a problem like there's that. Sometimes. A problem. You know, there's it's, a jadedness because yeah. if you look at Neymar's thing in particular, right? I don't think in a, let's put aside PSG as mm-hmm. a very very rich club. Him and Tuchel, right? I feel like they they have never really got along. Really, they had a very they had apparently they had a very good relationship. I don't, I don't I, want, and I don't even know whether to use had or have. No, but no. Apparently it, there was a, there was no a good, there, there, there there was a favoritism with Mbappe, and you could see that if anything, as compared to uh, how him and Tuchel would relate. I don't think so, bro. No, 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 no. From what, like, like I'm just saying, from what I have from, observed, from what he has observed, I think it all boils down to the ex players' pedigree. And the respect. Yes. Zidane proved that. Exactly. Guardiola proved that. Right. If you come in and then the boys see that you have something to offer, I True. think they would True. follow yeah, they you. True. But you know that, that Neymar Mbappe thing you are, you are talking about, right? I feel like 
it's uh, it's rather Mbappe's rise that you know has threatened has Neymar more than anything else. Rather than a manager feeling like, no, I need to play Mbappe more. Mbappe yeah. is just the way his performances are really overshadowing Neymar, and that's why he's yeah, not so, desperate so to get out manager, of there. So as a manager, yeah. as and a young manager yeah. who you have a super, you have an ego to feed, mm-hmm. right? If you put a lot of faith in it, and I'm not saying that he uh, doubted his. He doubted his yeah. ability. I'm not saying Tuchel mm-hmm. doubted Neymar's ability. But then, if Neymar too will come across as, you know, someone has come to steal my shine or whatever, the manager is supposed to go into his corner and say that, don't watch that. Like, just be able okay. to perform okay. on the pitch. But, on that level, but I guess. I think yeah. with Neymar, it's always been an issue of he's not grounded. I think he's too playful. And that has been his problem all throughout. I actually agree. Now, I wouldn't use the word, I'll say when he was younger, the word play forward was definitely, you, you know, know. Definitely but now it's more like, it's more like an expectation of everybody always believing that he's, he's one, one of the best. Like he's one of the I top. I think he's player. actually one, one of the best. best. No, he is. No, like, no, but, no, but like, I'm, saying that, I'm saying gradually, it's not, it's not as it's a one because there. Yeah, because expectations yes, don't meet the current. That's what I'm saying. That is all like, like just touching by what yeah. you said, it's all the pressure on Neymar himself yes, because yes, of the rise of Mbappe, not yeah. necessarily with the relationship with the coach. Mm-hmm. Because Mbappe has shown time and time again that he's been very consistent. Since he's been very consistent. very consistent. He's been fit. He's been fitter mm-hmm. than Neymar. Exactly. And he's been um, PSG's go go to man. Yeah. And he's delivered. Yeah. So if he's going so to continue, Neymar's nightmare yes, right And now. if he's going to continue <laughs> in that state, yeah. if we probably. Take away the usual zero mm-hmm. messy. Bruh, if he continues like this he'll in the next season just, or two, Neymar's yes, like yes. he'll be a foregone conclusion. So what, what needs to happen? I mean, Neymar still get talk, out of there. Yeah. Still Simple, talk, that's the only solution. But, but then if he going to uh, Madrid, would he be the main? Man? Madrid, I actually think he can rise. He can become the player he, he was meant to be again. With the politics I, honestly, in Madrid, I think, I think Neymar should, in that team. I think Neymar should stay in France it. because he has an. An easy opportunity in, yeah, France. in France. Fine, easy opportunity. But that's but why you know he something. went in the first place. Madrid but it hasn't turned out. Different opportunities because he's been injured in the in the Champions League. Half of the injury yeah. happened. I don't want to use the word been freak injuries, but it's just been you know cause injuries at just certain points in time when they've been in the quarterfinal. They needed him against United. If Neymar was in that team, they probably would have. The reason why I'm United. saying Madrid makes sense for Neymar is because he wants to go to a team that he can own again. And I feel like at Madrid, he may have the opportunity. He there. may, but like Akusa said, there's but too much Barca, politics. Going back to Barca is ridiculous. No, like, going back to Messi Barca, no, going back to like, Barca might sound ridiculous, but like Akusa said, there's too much politics, politics. In, in Madrid. Madrid, 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 Madrid will hear him today, tomorrow, no, 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 no. the team. No. For one, for, no, yeah, one yeah, he, you know, yeah. if he goes and he's probably, he's probably, he's Brazilian. They love yeah. clubs. He's probably one, Club one club night away from being a bad boy in Madrid. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. So but that's what I'm saying. It's safer see, for, him. for him. It's probably safer for him. He in, could, he in could stay in France. He could stay in France. A PSG. Any other club, but then or going, to go back to Barcelona. Or going back to Barcelona. It's actually but safer. here's the thing. You ask yourself, right? To name, what's more important? Him reaching the level that he was meant to, or running away from oh potentially messing up for people to say he's yeah, a bad boy. You understand? Well, if he, stays, if he stays in France, yes. If he stays in France. Let's be real. Mbappe's trajectory right now no. is only it's like in a year or two, Neymar will be in the shadow. But he has another he has an opportunity in the league to because, warm up and in the Champions League. Because he I stays for that's what I'm saying. That's why to Neymar, it, it depends on him and what's more important yes. to him. I yes. think the main point of getting out of Spain was to prove a point. Because Which he felt he, he was under yes. a messy yes. shadow. Yes. So then if you are in League One, it shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't be. Come on, it's be. League One. I mean, yeah, who said, somebody, somebody made a comment about League One, bro. 
Yes. And, like, and like at some point, there was, he, like, it felt like he wasn't even trying anymore. I forgot to order, was Ibrahim? Yeah, I think it was Latin. Like it was Latin. So that's the thing. But anyway, but I get your point. I, in France, theoretically, like on paper, he should be able to kill it. Win no, a champion. No, no, he's, he's, he's killing it. He's killing it. He's, he's killing it. He's killing it. But Mbappe is That's the problem. And I think problem is Yeah, but that should inspire him. Him. That should inspire him yeah, because, because you, are, you, you see, this is why he wants to go Messi. back to Barcelona. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. If he goes back to Barcelona, he knows that he's part of a collective right now. That's, um, it, it could be him, Griezmann, No, and it will Messi. be the easy route. If he goes to Barca, he'll be with a band of superstars and they'll win a lot of things. And yes, he can yeah, now claim that. Okay, yeah, but I, I think was, I was part of a, 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 a like a, a legendary team. team. Right. Yeah. The problem with Neymar is that he always hoped that he would be. He's you see a the standout way, guy. Stand like, like guy. Even in Brazil, even in Brazil. Yes, yeah, yeah. and, and, and his nightmare right now is that he, he came to he PSG. He came to PSG running away from that scenario, and now he finds himself so, in that same scenario. I think he's come like slowly. I think slowly he's come to that realization that. To be great, you have to be amongst great. That's yeah. the thing. That's for him in particular. That now. Because you, you know, know for him you know, finally, Brazil won something without Neymar. And the whole yeah, argument has been, we win something with Neymar. I mean, he won the Olympics, so. Oh, he yeah. won the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. But he so was, he, he, okay, he wasn't that. there for Copa America. Yeah, he got injured. Yeah. At the end of the day, people will still look at the World Cup and Copa America as, you know, um, yeah. more yeah, recognizable yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah, yeah I mean he can still say he wants something because nobody even counts Messi winning the Olympics too yeah. yeah. Messi, Messi won the Olympics yeah, but then yeah. Anybody... there's a reason why you didn't know there's a reason why you like you, and, you and, forgotten and I think Brazil, Brazilians were looking forward to seeing Neymar at the Copa in, on, on home turf to rise up, finally rising up to the occasion and owning this tournament. This is a and classic. For yeah. him, this is a classic happen. case of like life comes at you fast. I yeah, feel like yeah, there's a lot yeah. going wrong. I think yeah, around Neymar whole, that he's not. Yeah, yeah. I he's trying he, to too. comprehend. That, that's why we think France is best suited best, for him to yeah. sit down, relax. He shouldn't rush. He shouldn't yes. like act on impulse. Right now, he's like he's acting on impulse. Get me out of here. Let me go back. Because there's so much happening in Madrid. Like I was saying, there's so much happening in Madrid. Look, one wrong, one wrong turn. And you do not want that smoke. Look at the way they are treating Bill. I mean, even, exactly. even, even Zidane is under so much pressure. This oh, year. you know there's some chatter about Hazard as well. Oh, his really? weight oh, yeah, and his stuff weight like and that. All, yeah, yeah. Wow. Just now, he just got there. He literally just got, got there. there. And already, like, you know. <laughs> That's the yeah. thing, the whole politics of Madrid. Because, yeah. I mean, even with this, he was balling the EPA. It was much tougher league than La Liga, so... I expect I expect Hazard to do very well, but Zidane's under so much pressure. pressure. I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's that a lot could also there. factor. That could also be the factor for Neymar wanting to go there because maybe Zidane also feels that I need Neymar. If, no, no, to no, no. If yeah. you should know that if you Neymar know, does go to Madrid, it's not because of Zidane. You know what's it's funny? Perez. Perez will push. Have been pushing for this move. Oh, okay. It's good, it's good you mentioned Perez because only a few years ago. A certain Gareth Bale, right? The whole oh, Benabar was screaming. We want yeah, Gareth Bale. We want Gareth Bale. Yeah. Perez went out of his way to bring this guy and said, this no, is but, my guy. No, yeah, but that's something. Going, fast forward yeah, today. No, but, yeah, no, but going back to the point that Real Madrid had an initial agreement with Neymar and Barca paid more money and they got him there. Okay, sure. Because they attempted to get him before right. Barca. Like, so, after, like he's, yeah. he's been... He's been really they've been, they've been after they've him been for a while. They've been tried ever since. So they need the next Brazilian. That's how can we go for Vinicius and that's how can they went for Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. as much as people do not want to admit it, the Ronaldo effect really worries Real Madrid. They haven't sort of found... Oh, it's going to be... He's game. going to be hard to replace. Yeah, he's very... A for a while. 
Because a lot of people are like, oh, Ronaldo's not bigger than Real Madrid. Ronaldo's not big. But we're seeing the problem. Yeah. And Zidane coming back and it's still not working yeah. the way. I think about that Ronaldo thing. And it's just crazy to me that Madrid fans used to actually abuse them sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> that is how Real Madrid fans are like. Madrid is football royalty. And yeah. the, the people who support them have exceedingly high expectations. Apparently, Gareth Bale is disrespectful, according to the fans. Well, well, unbelievable. No, no, you see, he's disrespectful. Gar- how Gareth Bale? Gareth Bale hasn't assimilated to Spanish culture. Like okay, in, well, yeah, that's that. You like know, he doesn't so speak the language and all that. Some of it is yeah. his doing. By the same time, too, they are not remembering the player who has delivered them. Three Champions Leagues, yeah, yeah, and one Copa del Rey. Well, yeah. He's actually yeah. done well, but no, he's not done well. He has a brilliant record. He has a brilliant, <laughs> one of the top he has players. A brilliant record. Bar yeah. injuries, one of the top players. Yeah. But I know people mm. right now who are arguing that, that yes, he has to leave the club. So what? Like Real Madrid is the club that like you have one good season yeah. or two good seasons. So what? We don't care. Yeah. Like yeah, on that note, I was going to say that I feel like Atletico Madrid had a very good transfer window and their team is looking good. Jao Felix looks like a real ball. Yeah. Like I feel like they had a very like good a real, real, real And they solved their problems that, that quickly. Fight, what was it? 7 3 or 7? What? Ah, yeah, 7 3. Yeah. 7 3. Yeah. That, and I feel like they solved their problems was, very quickly. Yeah. Like their signings were done quickly. They, they got them I in think, all time. I, they are looking I good. I think Atletico had a very good transfer window not because of the players not necessarily because of the players they brought him but the yeah. players they shipped out yeah as well because I think they realized that getting girls Martinez and other players in was a bit impulse yeah and I think that if they had probably gotten a suitable bar for Lemar he would have been out of yeah, the window yeah he would have been out because, because he, he lost so much season, he didn't really and he disappointed because yeah. they, and they, they have an issue of Vitolo who hasn't played yeah. very well the next yeah. three years the last three years he had high, they had a high expectation for him mm-hmm. so I think that they've been able to sort out um, players um, shipping out players who haven't performed um, who are aging and who wouldn't deliver on a daily basis and they've gotten hungrier players younger players fitter players to, to do the job for them so yeah, I, yeah. I mean yeah, 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 I think yeah. getting Rodrigo out for that money and getting Lorente in was a very good move for them mm. so talking about the suitability of players right now Inter have got their man Lukaku, Lukaku. yeah uh, I think you'll kill it oh yeah definitely yeah. Uh, I, I mean I'm not so sure about the signings which they made like you guys will have to forgive me but uh, Inter have made I think about two or three signings yeah before. they signed Lukaku um, who was it again? I think they shipped down Angolan. Yeah, they got in Barella. Okay. Nico Barella. Okay. Ah, Barella, the yeah. Cagliari midfielder. Yeah, the midfielder. Yeah, defensive midfielder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I, I mean, well, he's, he's yeah. been touted as the next. Yeah. Um, great thing. He has, yeah, like he has a lot of hype. Yes, he has yeah. a lot of prospects. Yeah. So I think that's fine. Like I'm saying, any new coach that goes into a new team, the main thing to do is ship out players that you cannot work with. Yes, yes. Then ship out players that... Yes. They still haven't been able to get but rid no, of Ricardi. But the struggle no, is... No, they won't get rid of Ricardi because they've taken up his number and given to Lukaku. So that's, now. Just, so that's, that's the second signal it's that, a psychological you are, that you're going to go. You are not part of that. He's told him. He's told him plain. Even before Conte came, they had an issue with Ricardi. The club itself had an issue with He was Cardi. stripped of the captaincy. Yeah. He missed four games. So that's why Cardi is on his way out. It's good that they got them. Because one thing about the coach is that when you are you are after a player so much that you feel like he's, the, he's going to be the center of your team, when you get him, I think you are much at peace yeah. and work yeah. better. Yeah. And I think that's and a plus for Conte. Conte and has I, always been like that. Yeah. He would 
I don't know. Tell you that you are not in my plans. Yes, I think Lukaku is a very. He's a good player. He's a very good player. Occasionally, I don't. I didn't see Lukaku as the go-to guy for all the top clubs in Italy because they, everybody looked for him. It's not even. It's not even a, a, a funny moment where he was told he was being chased by Roma. Roma he was being chased Napoli, by Inter. Juventus, he was being chased Juventus, by Juventus. Juventus, yeah, Juventus were willing clubs, to give out one yeah. of their prize assets for him. Yeah. So that shows that they hold Lukaku in the high esteem, and also probably because and of also the way tactically the way Italian also because teams the play. Italian team um, league is set up yeah. and the way Conte wants they to play with like three at the back, in, yeah. he could fit in perfectly well. Yeah. So I think I mean it's, it's a plus for Conte, it's a plus for Lukaku because yeah. there's nothing more fulfilling than a club that wants you. Yeah, but that wants know, to yeah. play you. So I you mean, know something uh, like talking about the whole you know Icardi situation, mm-hmm. right? Like Christian, how do you feel about like? players having family members like represent them and stuff like whether it's your brother your wife your sister See, you know that sometimes situation. works out very well for mm. the for instance their youth have proved that sometimes that yes um that they yeah, can they are, yeah their father has their father can manage them it's how they deal with the politics True. if the the manager does not understand how the football terrain works then it's always going to be a problem and True. in Icardi's situation that's just how it looks like True. you need to and the italian italian league is it has this politics but it's not as crazy as the spanish, spanish. or the english so you would have thought that things could have been handled very well people have proved that they can do it with their family. Yeah. It's just understanding the game and some people do not understand true, the true, game. If true. you do not understand the way football works, then managing... So that's a problem, That's a problem. It? It's have, just... It's, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a family member. Whoever manages you must understand the game, must understand your prospects and what to do in your interest. That has been the polarizing issue in Italy regarding uh, Icardi, Icardi. Because Him and his, his wife. His wife, wife yeah. yeah, his yeah. wife. But I think the, uh, also... Uh, Paolo Dybala's brother is his man, is his agent, I believe. Um, I'm not sure about that. But I, th- no, I think even his brother, yes, I think Nema's father at a point yeah. played a huge role, right? But, yeah, yeah, he still does actually. But yeah. that's his manager. That's not necessarily yeah. his agent. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are two, two different positions. Different but then, if anything, they are in their corner. They are the ones who are able to tout deals to them and, mm-hmm. and let them understand mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. this is the thing. Because honestly, Dybala have felt no Juve had come out not come out to say but then the general perception was that they didn't want Dybala in the team moving forward mm-hmm. so they wanted to get rid that of that was him. crazy to me <laughs> no I don't necessarily you think I, I don't necessarily think it was um, wanting Dybala out I think there was a little politics going on in Italy because it's like who has the better who has the better team because I feel like Inter um, Juve feels like if Lukaku went to U M, if Lukaku went to Inter, Juve feels like they were strengthening Inter. If Lukaku went to Juve, Inter mm-hmm. feels like mm, Juve is getting strengthened. Right, right. Anybody who got a top striker that they were, that were yeah. looking for is strengthening their opponents. Because if you look at the teams in Italy, aside Juventus, even with them, almost the teams are slightly balanced. They are almost yeah. the same pedestal. Right, right. Aside is if you look at Napoli, the team they have. Yeah. If you look at Roma, Inter Milan, if you look at Roma, Roma. they are almost. All on the and same thing. And now Atalanta is breaking into that exactly mood. Well, yeah. And AC Milan is behind trying to yeah. get yeah. with a pack. Yeah, yeah. Lazio too. So the, everybody felt like they need that X factor. And this transfer season, look at Lukaku, was that X factor. Yeah. So they felt that anybody who gets him first is ahead of the pack. That's why you. Inter and um, Juve were willing to give up their prize assets to, to United yeah. or to any other club just to get Lukaku. Okay, that makes sense. Because I knew yeah. that the Ballard Tottenham was oh. was going to fall through. I said the wage. I knew that you know, their main mm. problem was. The we are wage. getting some one player that our opponents want. Everybody wants. It's the same. It's going to be the same with Hamas. 
if James is dangled in the Italian league by Real Madrid, everybody, everybody will James. Yeah. I think everybody will even change their change plans, plans in the next few weeks for James. I probably think Juve would even go after James. Just to the fact that so many yes, but just for the fact that the opponents will not get straight, I think. Yeah. Because they're not in the Italian league. If your opponents, because everybody has almost apart from Ronaldo, even though he's aged, he's the only exception. But they are all almost on the same level. Yeah. So that's why the whole craze has been for Lukaku yeah. and Dybala. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so uh, we're moving on to Alex. But that was a healthy discussion. Uh, seeing the way that everyone has done their business right now, we'll focus it solely on England. Among the three of you, like, I'll just... Because their window is closed. Yeah, so. I mean, England's window is closed. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. Europe uh, probably in the next episode. But in England, like, who do you guys think had the best transfer window? Kawawa. Well, I think that it was a good transfer market uh, for many English clubs. It's one of those markets that will never go away. One of them that we would always remember. And I think that for a player like Harry Maguire, it's... Uh, um, it's a market that he will always remember for the rest of his life. And it is one that will go down as um, the first ever uh, £80 million transfer for a defender. I mean, um, it dates far way back to 1979 when the first £1 million move was done uh, in Trevor Francis when he moved to the Nottingham Forest under Brian Clough. And within that instance, it's, it's something that the English have always mentioned. And so I think that Harry Maguire's £80 million move to Manchester United is one of those uh, transfers that uh, will always be remembered. It's like probably a dream come true for the man. And we are just hoping that uh, he can't put in a good shift for Man United, uh, as Virgil van Dijk has also done for Liverpool. But to some other signings, and uh, for Wilfred Zaha, I think a lot of um, disappointment for him. He clearly wanted to move. He couldn't get a chance to move. Aston Villa have also spent so much money, £144 million in total. And they're the second highest spending uh, English team. And we're looking at how it will work out for them. The last time an English team spent so much after coming back from relegation was Queen's Park Rangers somewhere in 2011. And it didn't go too well for them. If you remember, uh, they signed a couple of players in Esteban Granero. They brought in Akos Buzaki and several other players. But it just didn't work out for them. I just hope that Villa uh, works out for Villa. Villa are a traditional club in the English Premier League, one of the only sides who have won the UEFA Champions League. And so it will be incredible to see them do well again. Um, for sides like Everton, they've also done some good business, in my opinion. But the onus still lies on Marco Silva uh, to get his owners convinced about him and about the position that they have given him. Everton finished... Uh, in the top 10 last season and they'll be hoping to get a notch higher than they did. For a team like Arsenal as well, many people have said they've won the transfer window uh, to bring in Kieran Tierney, Nicolas Pepe, David Luiz, uh, Gabriel Martinelli and Danny Ceballos on, on a budget of £45 million pounds, only spells on only only borders around uh, proper management and good negotiations and so it's been incredible to see what Arsenal have done in the transfer market. I think that what Arsenal have done in the transfer market this season is something that should be studied uh, in financial classrooms across the world. But we'll see how it goes for them, whether it's value for money, whether um, they've brought in the right uh, acquisitions and, and the right people to do the job for them. Only time will tell. For Spurs as well, signing Giovanni Lo Celso and Tanguy Ndombele and uh, Ryan Sessegnon 
only uh, goes to show uh, that they know where their weaknesses are and so uh, they want to um, put in some very good reinforcements in those in those positions there so I think that the transfer window has been really good um, from the big spenders Man United have spent big all the way down to Norwich City who have spent just one million pounds it just tells you that uh, it's a it's a transfer market that will spell a lot of good things for the English Premier League already they've sold their league to a level where um, many people know how much money is at stake in the English Premier League. And so it just goes to show that a lot of audience will um, tune in their TV sets to watch the English Premier League. The television rights uh, will go up. A lot of TV money will be available for clubs. And, and, and so uh, all is set for the English Premier League. Yesterday, as well, Liverpool beating Norwich City and um, a couple of games today. And um, we're just hoping that um, it will be a memorable English Premier League season as the transfer market has gone. City wasn't bad, but what I would, I think the, the if we're talking about, is the, the most important thing is getting the players that you would want. It's just not about signing. Yeah, players. Aston Villa had about what, yeah, over 12 signings. Players, so bro. I think that's the, so you can just make one signing but then if that signing is going to prove significance, significance yes. for your, your team, team. Right. then that's the most important thing. So at this point, we can just look at it and say, okay, maybe um, City had good signings. But right. in factoring them into the team to give the needed results is also another issue. So, okay, maybe we spent a lot of money the transfer window but is it going to get us the result that i think is the most important thing also um united and since all of you are united fans i would also <laughs> maybe maybe say that. <laughs> i would also say that yes um i thought the signings were really bad okay when you look at the defender really bad, really bad. Wow. no because the thing about united right now is that you let lukaku go no replacement and yes yeah. no replacement up front and united had over 60 goals um, last season, last season. I, I but then remember. had um, conceded about 50, Yikes. 54 <laughs> goals. So you're looking at just a goal difference of 11. Yeah. And now you've taken off Lukaku and Lukaku got like, what, 12 goals yeah, for he, you yeah, last yeah. season or so. So then that means there's a deficiency now. You've brought in a defender, I think is very overpriced. overpriced. But then <laughs> the defense, so then that means Harry is supposed to what? sweep over, do almost everything, make no, sure that no, like no goals enter or something like that. It's not possible. With him and Lindelof, people are anticipating we could have a very good defense. One Bissaka yeah. too is new and he's very he's playing very well as well. Yeah. So with that being said, I feel like United's defense will definitely be better this year. So, definitely... so yours is City. Yeah. Yours, so yours is City. City. All right. Because okay, cool. <laughs> if the way you're going, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we got fit. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all cry for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay, there we go. I think Spurs had a very good transfer season. Right. Because Spurs, in the last two years, have signed three players. They've had Lucas Mora coming in the January transfer. They've had Lorente on the free transfer. And Janssen. And Vesa Janssen, which Janssen. hasn't worked out. Yeah. I think this season, Poch has, to some extent, gotten the players he wanted. 
Um, he's strengthening his squad depth. I think that's the most important thing Sanchez for him. Too in that time as well. Yes, he got um, yeah, Davison Sanchez. I think for he's gotten this. He's got a, a number of players that he can actually rest a few stars he's for the a whole period. Number through the academy, too. and he's brought yes, he's brought a significant number. But for the fact that he was willing to, I mean, and he also let Kieran Trippier go. That was I think that was huge for him. That means he's going to put his faith on um Orion Ori and Walker Peters yeah. to play that right back. Walker Peters went on no, no. he's in the team no, he's, he's still there, but like their team's team. trying to get him out. Their I don't know, if, but yeah. he's still he's still there. I have to check, but yeah. I think but, I think so because I, I and I think Spurs had the best transfer because he was he bought two holding midfield midfielders, giving him options and giving him an opportunity to either take Dyer back to central defense. And Spurs didn't send anybody. And they were, I think, was second or third. They were third last season. So imagine, he's gotten... And they were in the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget, with only one player being signed. signed. Or no transfer last season. He's gotten three very, very good players. I think Spurs has had the best transfer. because he, And Posh has gotten his men in the position that he wanted to strengthen. Bar Harry Kane. He probably can't afford to rest Harry Kane. And he still kept Ericsson. Who wanted well, to be? Well, it's not so much that they kept him, but no one has. I mean, yes, but he's been able to. <laughs> yeah, he's been able to way, hold on everything for now. Yeah. But I think Spurs, and, and they've been very shrewd because he got uh, also on loan. Yeah. They didn't have to spend till next season. Maybe they can sell Ericsson or somebody next season to offset that. So I think Spurs have done very, very good very business. Good business. Yeah. 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 I would say City as well. Because I because I just because I didn't want to say Spurs, <laughs> <laughs> I was say City as well. Actually, there's a little bit of a conflict. I feel like Arsenal, like I feel like Arsenal mm-hmm. and Spurs were kind of there are some the similarities same, yeah. there because of you know the mm-hmm. fact that Charlie, we all knew that yeah they had only like 45 million and then that's spending what, almost a hundred or yeah. probably even more I guess I don't know but yeah so I feel like Arsenal you know did some good business too but I would say City because once again like Akosia said she um, he went out and got specifically what he needed and I feel like Cancelo that deal blew my mind because he is like he's definitely an upgrade over Danilo and I don't know how Juve feels like they wanted to swap Cancelo for Dan because Cancelo is actually no, a very good right now. They dominate their league. They no. dominate their league. The thing is, she, and he's younger and Danilo is older. Like, no, I don't get she, it. Going, well. I, as for Juve, I don't know why, what's, what's up in Juventus with <laughs> yeah. their transfer season. I think Juventus, like, they are, because of their accolade as this, the old lady yeah. of yeah. Italian just football. just like old, they, old they, people. They, yeah. old, they, they are comfortable like getting old, old players. Old, yeah. But I think the Cancelo hype, I think Cancelo, is this an opportunity for Pep to bring out the best in Cancelo because I think Cancelo hasn't played to that standard because really? I was yes I don't think he's played you can check his stats because for, for some games they're playing the Shilio ahead of him because he even no, he got injured or something yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. even with the injury so I think there's an opportunity for he the player himself yeah. and Pep to work to bring out the best because I think Pep identified that okay there's a uh, mm-hmm. a level that Cancelo can reach that I can take him to yeah. not necessarily for City also because it will benefit City but I think there's a personal Pep has feel, Pep feels like with Kemish that I brought in, with um, how I made Lamb play, I can make this guy play much better. Yeah. Because I, th- I, th- he, he, I, th- I, th- I think Pep has had great success yes. converting fullbacks to play the central yeah. because of the way he likes to play. Because even Kawaka does that brilliantly. Yeah. No, so that, they, yes. Like the whole like Kawaka thing. Whole, that's, why, that's why he went to shave his head because now the pressure didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, he, because I mean, Kawaka 
bribe back, but Kawaka can actually yeah. play, join the attack yeah. and play football. And I think yeah. in Cancelo, you realize this is a player who can actually already play. I need to teach him just a few tricks yeah. or two. I mean, I think it's, it's good for Pep. Yeah, it's so. good for Pep. Yeah. And the Rodri yeah. thing is a very good very, signing. Yeah, like, yeah, yo, like yeah. he, that guy is going to be very exactly important what, for... The exactly what yeah. Akosia was alluding to earlier on, that players, team sign players that they actually need... need. And I think that's his main... It's better yeah. than... You know and, what? I would say this particular transfer window, yeah. A lot of teams did smart. They they bought smart. Yes, they did. They bought really, really, really Ooh. smart. Like, this, team, teams oh, bought, okay. this transfer window... Despite what Akusha said, I think Manchester United bought smart. Because... Oh, yeah. You might have paid over the, odds, yeah. over the odds. But, but I think then, they bought smart because, like she said, Manchester United scored 64 goals. They considered the most in their history, 50-something. <laughs> no. The thing is, if you really look at it... Their hands were pretty much tied, bro. No, no, their hands you have to. No, no, I'm just, I'm saying it was yeah. still, it was a good deal. Yes. I think it was a good deal. We still overpaid. I accept that. But if you look at fundamentally, if you look at the players, if you take the players as they are, I think they were good investments. Yeah, that's a, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, a good like, investment. Just yeah. like what okay, you were saying, play, teams bought players, they needed. Need yeah. Nobody bought because, I mean, in the past, United would have wrapped up the Dybala deal. Yeah, yeah, they would have done that. They would have really, they would have really, like, like, pushed for that. But he didn't that. want to yeah. come. Yeah. No, yeah. no yeah. even, even the Dybala didn't want to come. But Dybala didn't want to come. No, the thing is, Sanchez wasn't, I mean, he wasn't United preferred. He was probably on his way to When was the last time United said they won't pay somebody 300k? Since Perfect. They would have. They would have. So and 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 I think Ole also feels. I mean, I don't want to draw in the United argument now, but I think yeah. Ole also feels that he could have kept Lukaku. He didn't have a problem with that. But he also feels that now I want players who actually want to play. Harry Maguire has been raving about United on his Twitter IG yeah. post since he signed. It's like this is his dream. Yeah. Yeah. I've come yeah. to pass. I mean, see, I mean, I feel like that's the social media responsibility. Like that's no, the whole thing. No, 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 no. I, I, think I think he's actually he very excited. Actually, yeah. I think he's very excited to play United. And, and, and also, I mean, there was some uh, like pictures. a lot of push on his end to get the deal done. To get yeah, the deal yeah, done. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. I saw that. But then, like when it comes to the tweets and those things, and oh, United yeah, is such a big brand. Brand. Yeah. I even had a story about him having a United jersey when he was exactly. a child. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how true, true. it is. No, that's that, what we've had we've had players who say that oh my child I mean I remember I heard some players and my child would even go to Arsenal I'm like bro yeah no but he had Chelsea but you see that's what I'm saying even with Pepe everybody knew that he probably would have gone to Chelsea or Liverpool but this is somebody I mean Maguire had three years to go he actually wanted the move he actually called for the move and he had his wish so it's for coaches I think they they are they and they are happy with they are happy with players who wanted to come just the same thing with Lukaku going to Italian. Yeah. He wanted to get he out of England. Yeah. Whether that was Juve or Inter. I think he wanted, he wanted to get to out of England. He yeah. wanted to get yeah. out of England. He was tired so of the England. Can you say anybody who has gotten players this season that wants to play? I think, I think that's what Klopp has been mourning about because apart from Nabia Fekhi, he hasn't gotten anybody who's actually been screaming mm-hmm. Liverpool to come Some. and play to, um, for them. Because, because he was, players are scared when they come. Exactly. Compete because with player, that player, he wanted storage is going off. Sturridge is not in their box this season. He's a free agent. Yeah. I don't think... No, he's, he's off. He's off. He's yeah. off. Yeah. And for him to allow that Sturridge to go, because I think even... No, no, Origi is not back. So yes, Origi is back. But that's what I'm saying, that he would have strengthened the forward line and probably a defender. But he yeah. hasn't had anybody saying that, come and get yeah. me. And I mean, the market has they wouldn't, they, would, they wouldn't spend for the most... Exactly. Part, but, so, I mean, there might be some... There might be some discussion as to whether they even want to spend that much anyway. Because if anything, I don't think Liverpool this season would have bought anybody for more than fifty million. 
I don't think so. No, I don't think they, it's not even about the buying more than 50 million, but Liverpool probably could have strengthened their midfield because they have an aging James Milner. James Milner has been playing on reserve for the yeah. past three seasons. No, no, but, he's, he's, also, but he's also putting No, he's, he's not, he's putting, but at the end of the day, going for, you know, that if you had somebody who was fresher, he would have gotten, I mean, he would have yeah. done the job better than Milner. Yeah. Milner's done an excellent job, but it's always good to have fresher yeah, players have fresh with different dimensions. So that's why he also, and also the issue of Jordan Henderson still being in the team because right now Fabinho came entered the team as a French player right now he's a starter it doesn't look like Fabinho will be dropped this season yeah, it looks yeah, like he'll he be the heart yeah. of the midfield yeah, so club would have wished be he would have wished to get maybe one more player just to assimilate him for um, Milner Henderson going out to the yeah, team the same yeah. thing that Pep has done with Rod- Rodri yeah, Fernandinho so Fernandinho is still, he's still out, playing yeah. good football but he wants to phase him out gradually so yeah Wow, what about teams out of the top six? Everton. No, me, me. Let me just say. <laughs> let, me, let me just say. You all have said you on me. Oh, I yeah, think that Arsenal has had a very fantastic transfer window. Yeah. Me, that's my my hot take. Look, about six six players. Because they, they got Tierney, they got Pepe, Pepe Martinelli. They got, um, uh, what's his name? Madrid. Sabalos. Sabalos. Yeah, Martinelli. Martinelli. So that's then, about five. Yeah, that's about five. Because. Yeah. The 50 Ghana which they had, no. Charlie, <laughs> the amount of players which they get and the quality too. Because yeah. Sabalos, uh, midfield, midfield, yeah, he's a very good player. Inside forward and Pepe. Yeah, because yeah, uh, and we're able to get Wubi out for 40 yeah, million. Yeah, almost 40 million. That was Actually, good business. Arsenal Everton. Arsenal Everton. I would say they had virtually yeah, a good Yeah, Everton too had a good window as yeah. well. David, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, um, Everton had a good window. Um, I think because Moyes Keane, I, I think, can't wait for that. I can't wait to see what that guy. But can I do think Everton video. would have had a perfect window if they were able to get a centre back, which they couldn't. Yes, because they Zuma, yeah, Zuma left on loan, yeah. they couldn't sign him because Chelsea have a transfer ban. Um, but I, I well, Marco Silva, the Jew is out there for Marco Silva. Still he out, still yeah. has. They to, should be playing in Europe. Yes, they should be playing in Europe. So it's up to Marco Silva. That's why I'm not getting too excited about Everton because I feel like Marco Silva has so much potential, but when it gets to uh, uh, he crumbles at a certain point in time. He did well to keep Richarlison, which everybody didn't because Richarlison had a good season. But I think he did well to keep him. So let's see. Well, if you guys haven't already, uh, please do well to follow and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listener. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Uh, our Twitter handle again. Don't know I me. Mean, this is podcast, GCR. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you for the way so sweet. <laughs> uh, we'll wrap up with our last thing. I think um, this, you know, just a simple question, like sports moment of the week. Cause, yeah. Anything uh, that caught your eye yeah. this week in the world of sports. Yeah, me, I'm not, nothing particular. I think this, this morning I woke up to Serena Williams beating Naomi Osaka in the Canadian oh, okay. Open. So, okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, sports moment that caused my... Um, it will have to be F1 Formula 1. Um, Lewis Hamilton. Um, right, right, right. I think right. Lewis Hamilton is running away with the title yet again. He's cementing his place as one of the greatest. Yeah. Um, if you had any doubts. Yes, if you had any doubts. <laughs> I think you had he's, any doubts. And he's... I mean, his appetite for Formula 1 is not going to die out any soon. He's spoken about... I think this week he's spoken about the fact that he'll probably be here for a very long time. I mean, he's actually um, youngish. Yes, he's, yeah. I mean, he's... What, in 20, his, 29? No, 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 he's 
early 30s. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. early 30s. Okay. He's, he's not that young, but he's early 30s. Yeah, okay. But, and, and the fact that he's seen young competition from Verstappen, he's seen young competition from... Leclerc. Leclerc. He's still pushing It's on. hard to, you yes, know, compete hard to with the younger be, players yes, when you Because are they are fresher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally and he's yeah. still, I mean, Vettel is still in the mix, but he's put that marker that, you know, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be probably Mr. better than Schumacher. That's why he's, he wants to make Cavendish for himself that, look, I'm going to be greater than Schumacher. I'm going to be here for a very long time. I'm going to put Mercedes-Benz at the top. Put off Ferrari. For Ferrari put at up, least. Put as long Mercedes. as he's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I think he's going to run away again. I mean, yeah. I hate to say this because I'm a Ferrari team. So, but unfortunately, I think Hamilton will run away. Okay. Oh, yeah. So my sporting moment has to be Lauren Koscielny. Unveiling, <laughs> unveiling himself, a Bordeaux taking colors. off the old Arsenal <laughs> jersey <laughs> and then revealing was the that new cringe? Bordeaux was jersey. That it was crazy. Right. 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 You see, that, you see, unfortunately for Arsenal, this is another captain going <laughs> to another club yeah. and taking <laughs> the Mickey out of them. Yes, yeah, a like a by Arsenal because <laughs> every former captain has gone has said something yeah. cynical about Arsenal. <laughs> well, and do, the, do you think, and, you think and, the trend will continue that? Well, Koscielny is 33. I didn't think you were going to yeah, join him. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was, I was, that was very shocking. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sure. Uh, you too. No, you know, any, any player who leaves acrimoniously from Arsenal ends up winning something. I'm not yes, but bro. You're saying, come on, but it's not you. No, okay, okay. You had Gabriel. You had Gabriel moving Arsenal and winning the Copa del Rey. It's not about the winners, about the fact that they are taking a smack at the club. Yeah. He's a former captain. He's a former captain. Like, that's the outstanding thing. It's become a From Vera to Fabregas to Van Persie. Now, Koscielny. Come on. Even Galas at a point. Now, Koscielny. Why? Yeah, it's weird, right? For an Arsenal great because I mean he hadn't wanted to but well he wants some FA Cup. The yeah, Arsenal yeah. Yeah. He he was one of the players that they because the really, boss you know how they the the boss is doing this. Oh no, he don't play World Cup. Sure. He, he played World Cup. I said World Cup winner. I don't know. I don't know if he won the World Cup. I don't know if it was that but he did. I, I'm sure he. Yeah, I'll check. Probably. But he won the last World Cup, the two previous World Cups. He was there. I, I, he might have yeah, featured probably if he was fit. But coach the boss. I mean, I was so shocked. Why? My sporting moment was Jan's tell it all yesterday <laughs> uh, at um, okay. the interview. And I thought he did a good job of saying how he felt, but he was evasive about something that mattered the most. And that is the money issues pertaining to the black stars. Wow. I think he should have come out to talk surprise, about surprise. it very well. Taxpayers' money is not to be joked with. We all know how it feels like but, to get tax deductions. Okay. Not to cut you off or anything, right? But is that really his place to talk about the money side? When you're asked about it, because the players, um, the, the Black Star issue, everybody has a role to play. And the players always want to make it look like they are not in for the money. But honestly speaking, they are. they are in for the money. Highest paid in, in Africa. They yeah. are in for Probably the money. In the world. No, no, no. No, not probably. Uh, he said this was the uh, most comfortable they've been in camp, right? Um, yeah, but you see, the thing is, they are always comfortable. Well, he said the most comfortable because they got what they wanted. Yeah. They got a very, yes. a very luxurious... I mean, if, you have a budget of, yeah. if you have a budget of $6 million... And the money came like, on time. <laughs> That's the why they were comfortable. Yeah. Yes, the issues of going back and forth. But then the, the thing is that we have to talk about transparency when it comes to the Black Stars. True. And transparency is nowhere when it comes to the Black Stars. Jan 
saying things as he should, talking about you, the captaincy and everything. I think he said he's available for call-ups. I think it's about time that John says goodbye to the Black Stars. He's Sometimes done a lot. you just have to yeah, know, take a bow. Um, when the applause is high, I don't know if the applause is still high, but then it's about time he... Um, retires from the Black Stars. But then, Jan leaving the Black Stars will not change the issues yeah, that are affecting the Black Stars. True. They need to be addressed. And if they are not addressed, we'll have these stories recurring from time and time again. So that was just my spot to me. Okay. I mean, having, a, a, little t- having a little take on the Jan thing, I think that. Well, just two or three things I'll take. First of all, Jan made a, a false... You, you said you have a little thing. I think Jan made a false statement by saying that it's only in Ghana that people are fixated in money. We've had... Oh, and uh, these... Actually, the AFCON, these guys also had that issue. Uh, not even, Congo. Yes. No, yeah, not, yeah. Even, not even just this I mean, AFCON. I, 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 but we've, we've gone for, I think, since 2000... We have to bring back our... 2000, 2006. We had Togo. We have so many African nations working out because of money. Yeah, South Africa. Togo, yeah, actually, actually, South South Africa. Africa. Ben, Benny McCarthy. It's, it's, it's an African, it's it's an it's an African thing. I so, Benny McCarthy yeah, so I think, he spoke about South so, Africa. And, I, and I think he knows because even Adebayo paid for Togo. Yeah. So I think for him, it was very not in his place yeah, to say that, which was very yeah. not, this was very inaccurate. Yeah. Um, I can understand John's frustration because he's, a, he's an individual. I think I would have wished for him to go out with a probably a, a proper friendly in Accra or yeah. Kumasi with maybe a European country, country for him to get a send-off like Rooney did. Testimonial. 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 I think right. it, would be, it would be either... It would have been proper. It would have been proper for, yeah. Af- for us, maybe Puma, to try and get any uh, Puma... Um, sponsor any, team. any Puma sponsored team in Europe. Italy, Italy. Italy. People will Italy. make it. I'm sure. And I think be I think like it will be very good for Jan. If not even an African team, an African team will be great. But it will be greater if we get maybe Italy coming to Ghana to play a friendly for Jan yeah, for a send off, yeah, yeah. or even Czech Republic because that's where Czech. he scored his first World Cup. Actually, that's that or very perhaps good England. If yes, yeah. I mean I would have said England, but, but I don't know if the English will come. come. But it all depends on sponsorship and how we're able to. And I said Puma because I think Czech have been sponsored by. Puma in the past. Yeah. I think he has yeah, still yeah, been sponsored. Yeah. And also because he's got his first World Cup goal. Yeah. So he probably can take his first World Cup goal um, country and the first Afghan country that he played for us to send Jan off. Because I think he deserved the plaudits. I mean, top goal scorer. I don't, with the current crop so far, I don't think anybody can break his record. 50 next. goals. 50 goals. Even in international level, he got to 50 with more than all the top strikers yeah. around. So yeah. yeah. So I think we should send Jan off properly. So that's your number one, two, three points. <laughs> I think that was just three. Money <laughs> down properly. Two. Okay, two. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, all right, guys. Thanks for coming to this episode. Um, oh, as, prediction before we go. Prediction. Well, you want prediction? Yeah. Top, top, prediction. Top, yeah. top, top, top four. Top four. No, top, top six, top six, top six. six. EPL. No, EPL, EPL is very competitive, so you have to give okay, top so, six. Okay, uh, so well, would you go first? Um, I, I put you City, on the spot, huh? City first. I would take a gamble on Liverpool. Then I would say um, uh, the third is maybe Spurs. Um, Chelsea, I'm not too sure, but I know very well United will be sick. Take it, take it, but it so sweet. I'm giving it Wow. And yeah. So yeah. Four five. Between Chelsea Spurs, and Arsenal, yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Pretty much same three. City on top. Liverpool second. Spurs third. Right. Between Chelsea, Arsenal, and United, right. I feel Chelsea are the most stable. So I would go with Chelsea uh, in fourth, and then. Bruh. I'm a United fan. 
United Faith, Arsenal Faith. Um, I think top three is probably much um, settled. Um, I don't know the Champions League pairing that Spurs is going to be in and with the injury that they're going to face out. And I think that that is why Jurgen Klopp was moaning a bit. But I think this season, England have a little winter break. Yeah. So that would be the benefit of Jurgen Klopp because he hasn't brought anybody in. So maybe that two-week period, they can refuel depending on the injury. I think City is still going to be number one, but I think we'll go down to the wire. I think Liverpool probably have... We'll probably be, Spurs will probably challenge them for second and third. I don't think it will be a straight fight for them sure, to be third. I, I think I would have put Chelsea fourth. But Chelsea is playing Champions League. And Chelsea is going to be probably putting Port 2 or Port 3. There's, there's going to be much more demand placed on Chelsea this season than last season. Because they were in the Europa Cup. They were able to afford. But Champions League, you can't hide. You are going to be asked to put in your best. And with the transfer ban... I think Lampard is going to do his very best, but I think they'll slightly struggle. So, yeah. so I think that fourth position is up for grabs between United, Arsenal, and, and, Ch- and United as Champions League. They have nothing to lose. I mean, Europa. Yeah. They probably can play the kids in and have a free will. So I think with only sorting out his um, back four, United, Arsenal, and Chelsea are grabs yeah. for fourth. He has seven defenders yes. now. And I, so that's what I'm saying. It's not a damn deal for fourth yeah. at all. I think yeah. it's up for grabs. Giving yourself some hope. It's not about giving it's myself hope. hope. No, because if you look at last season, um, United were third by four points. I think Arsenal were ahead of United by four points. I think Chelsea, that last stretch, no one could win a game. Yes, because Chelsea, and, Chelsea and United, the cup was five or six points or yeah. two. That's just two games. It was trash. Those last few weeks were just trash. United's first game is Chelsea. United win that game a mark ahead of right, Chelsea. Yeah. So I think that the margins are Same tighter. Same as the reverse as well. Yes. About, yeah. So I think the margins are tighter because even Liverpool, their next game is Arsenal. Banging, you know, you drop against your title, you are yeah, falling yeah. behind. That's why Jurgen Klopp was emphasizing on having a fast start because he needs to be on the front foot. And I think even Spurs need that this season because in the past they struggled. You know, Hurricane yeah. has a squad of September, but this season they need to bang from the get go. Yeah. And I think that's what even Klopp has done with his lineup today, trying to know that. I mean, Klopp knows that. I mean, sorry, um, Pep. It's a long haul. Let mm-hmm. me rest some players and let some players come. Because he knows, I think City have a big game the next game mm-hmm. against Pace. And uh, Pep knows that I win against Pace one yeah. head of the pack. So, yeah. All right. You guys seem to be very much aware of your team. So, this, this is my hot take prediction. So, City win the league. Spurs coming in second. Liverpool third. Only because I feel like they have too many competitions to play and not enough squad depth to deal with all of that. If they get any more injuries, they'll be pretty much stressed. But Spurs is almost the same thing. What? Spurs is the same thing. Just no, no, no. The but no, but they have no... Liverpool have one more competition. They are obliged to go and play ah, in the club. Okay, club. Oh, yeah. Club yeah. Yeah. So that's winter break. They don't have it. Oh, they don't have it. Yeah. So that's that's a, no points. That's, that's a why problem. I, that, so that was even my point about not putting Liverpool straight for second. Yeah. Because I realised that this year... Yeah, true, true, true. So they so don't have... They'll be Liverpool, Liverpool yeah, for. Because they, if they have, if they do manage to sign anybody in January, they will now that person now has to assimilate into the team, yeah. and that expectation of maybe chasing or keeping the lead could weigh in on them. So yeah, uh, fourth, hmm, I could give it to Arsenal. You know, I'll give it to Arsenal because right now Emery has a much more balanced team. You know, and fifth and sixth will be between United and Chelsea because these are two young managers who are dealing with various circumstances, right? And yeah, but Arsenal definitely could uh, compete in the Champions League in 2020. Okay. But who knows? Maybe that could be a wild card. Someone yeah, that could, could just probably be a wild spring. Card. Okay, okay, so yeah, yeah, another quick one. You, your wild card, your wild card for the season. Me, I'll just start by saying Everton. 
I was going to say yeah, Everton too. Everton as well. I wouldn't mention Everton. I think Brendan Rodgers would probably do a better job. Leicester, uh, Leicester, because Rodgers is he's he knows the APL, mm. and I think Rodgers's philosophy is he's Should actually take... he's actually defensive. People don't people think because he is just because he had Suarez. But if you look at how Liverpool set up, they set up rigid at the back mm-hmm. with Suarez yeah, yeah, yeah. and Gerrard, and who did he have at that? Sterling, Sterling, Sterling. Apart from the front three, mm-hmm. everybody held back. So they gave the front three the license to push. Because if you look at the games against United, push the ball over, Sterling was running in between, Suarez was cutting in between, I doing their you. damage. And I mean, so let's say you have fast forwards and in. he has the Vardy. Vardy. He has the Vardy. He has and Madison. And he and has Barnes. That was one reason why he went for Ayosi Perez, because of the pace. So they sit at the back, they knock the ball. Perez and uh, Vardy. Vardy will do the end. Co- compliment. But compliment. for Everton can't defend. <laughs> Everton, that's the problem with Marco Silva. His teams haven't been able to defend. That's why I'm not... This, he signed great players, but I don't know how his, his defensive is going to be this season. That's why I don't want to put him at that breakout season. I think if anybody, maybe Leicester for that breakout, because at least they can defend and yeah. Vardy will score. Yeah, so. sure. All right, guys, thank you for coming. And as you know, ATW will be back in two weeks' time. Yeah. Until then... ATW dominate the conversation, bro. Thank you. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production.